This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hi guys. Hello, hello. Welcome back. How are you guys doing? God. Amazing. <laughs> we're so good as well. We're so good. We're in LA again, yeah. as we were in the last ep in our beautiful recording studios. Strew. Simulun Strew. We're here for another ep. And today <laughs> I love these ones. It's a new segment we've actually started. This is our solutions. <laughs> Why do we say it like that? I could say Sue and you could say I, I could be like this is Sue Lurtions. Or you could say this is Sue and then you say Lou. Sean's <laughs> <laughs> no, I hate us, but I love us. <laughs> like, you guys get what we're coming at because yeah. she's so, I'm so, she's Lou, I'm Lou, yeah. you know, Sue and Lou. So, and solutions. We're coming up with solutions to your to your life dilemmas, really. It's we're the best people to ask, apparently. <laughs> well, it's, yeah. You know, I feel like a lot of it's dating advice, which is right up our alley. We'd love to be love doctors. Well, I've also, I've picked out questions that have to do with normal life things as well. Yes. A bit of dating, but because we've obviously got, got dating. some diversity, sweeties. Yes. We've got some diversity because we obviously already have dating dilemmas yes. um as an episode this is solutions before we start the mantra, mantra of, of the, the week. week you can say this one Lou everything that feels suffocating teaches us how to breathe wait should we just all take a collective breath in and out oh, please it's been a long day for the girls so ready we're just gonna take a minute and we're gonna three seconds in in through your nose out through your mouth ready three two one and in Hold. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I can't hold my breath that long. <laughs> and breathe it all out. <laughs> you can make him, you can moan, you can groan. You know, it's actually really good to <gasps> go into a big. <sighs> Anyways, back onto the mantra. Everything that feels suffocating teaches us how to breathe. And the way I explained it before was like, when you feel like the world is crumbling in on you, you have nowhere to go but to grow. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> my period I am. Oh, sweetie. I am. No, it's actually messed up that we have to go through pain every single month like this. <laughs> this is going to be a whole other topic rant about being a female. Cardi's but got period pain. I just got my period today and oh my fucking God, someone's trying to rip down the inner oh, walls. It feels walls. like someone's doing this <laughs> to your and not insides. only physical pain, mental pain. Yeah. I'm a raging psychopath. Oh, yeah. Anyways, I'll, I'm pushing through. I'm pushing through. But like, holy fuck. You can do it, Laura, You can do it. Breathing through. Yeah. What, everything. Breathe into the womb. Ready? Yeah. That's okay. We'll, we'll continue. Okay. But I keep forgetting the mantra. Everything that feels suffocating teaches us how to breathe. No, yeah. It's it's like when stressful things come up, come up in your life, it makes you reevaluate like what's important to you, what, what direction you're heading in, like what is going on to make you reevaluate everything. And you don't realize how much strength you have until you just have to be strong. Like mm-hmm. some people are like, I can't do it, I can't do it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Until they're forced to, then they're like, wait, I can. And then that's when you realize that you've just 
pushed through fear or you've been able to grow through something that you didn't think you could get through and resilience. I think big challenges come up to help you redirect your life. You know how they always say rejection rejection is is just redirection. I think it's the same as when you're feeling overwhelmed in your life or the universe is pushing you in a different direction. You're going, oh my God, this change is not what I wanted or like I'm overwhelmed by this. This is so scary. It's like you have to embrace change with open arms, especially if you're being forced into it. That's where the universe is sending you. It's often for the the greater good, you know? In saying that, we're going to jump into some of your guys' dilemmas. Let's start with a dating one because they're always my favorite. Okay. I'm getting the ick from my boyfriend of two years because he doesn't act like a man and make money. But he's so sweet and thoughtful and has never made me feel unloved. I feel numb and just not myself lately. Any solutions to feel better about myself? I love that they included that in the end there. Love that. Okay, so like I said, this is a really sensitive topic because I feel like you have to be careful around the wording. We've been roasted in the past online (laughs) from talking about (laughs) masculine, feminine energy or just icks in general. Um, It's called context. Listen to the full app. But no, basically, I always am talking about how I love... We love femboys, right? Lines, levels, levels and lines. Well, this is where it gets a little bit grey and Mm. blurred because... We, okay, we hate toxic masculinity. Mm. That's what we actually hate. Mm. It's not so much about them being in their femme. I think for us, like, we love a man that can float into his femme when he needs to, but we, we want them to be predominantly in their masculine. Mm. And a man in their masculine, healthy masculine, is a provider. Mm. They know how to make decisions. They are the logic to, as opposed to the emotion. Mm. And we tend to sit in our emotion and we're a bit more free flow and we're a bit more creative and all of that kind of thing. So I think if a man, for starters, isn't really making money and you're having to then sit into your masculine and step up and like be the provider, oh, lines can get really blurred and it can work for some people. Mm. I think that it's women are already, yeah, so in their masculine a lot of the time that it will give you the ick if your man is trying to be the girl. Mm. And, like, there's nothing wrong with men having, like, we. I love when men are sensitive, when they're vulnerable, when they are in tune with different aspects of femin- femininity. I can never yeah, fucking say that Yeah, we want them to word. be emotionally intelligent. But I think it's not even about a man or woman. Someone that's lazy and unmotivated is unattractive. Mm. And you can't see a future with someone if, like, how are you supposed to want to form a life with someone when they aren't going to be able to provide? So it makes complete sense why you would get the ick. And I think my solution here would be to first and foremost, if, you know, if you love him or, you know, you're saying he treats you really well, I think um, it's not something you want to give up on immediately unless it's literally you're, you're fully icked out and it's, it's impacting everything. I think you can always give someone a timeline to improve. I think you should express to them that, you're finding it that you don't don't say that they're giving you the ick. Just no. <laughs> say I don't think we're aligning right now. Our goals or our aspirations, like for a future, I can't provide everything. Like maybe you could ask them, like, what are you passionate about? Do you have anything that you might, you know, like you could you approach it in that way, or just express to them, like, do, you know, do you have any plans? You can be direct as well. Do you have any plans of working and you know making money or you know communication? first and foremost, always. And then I would say if if it's just not aligning and he's really not budging, he's like, no, I just like being a bum and not doing anything and being lazy, but I'm happy to treat you well, like in terms of emotionally. And you got to figure out if that's something you can... 
if you're already getting the ick, I would say look elsewhere because you will easily be able to find someone that will align with you, look after you, provide for you. And one thing I also have to say is a lot of women are scared to vocally demand what they want from Mm -hmm. a man. I encourage everyone to say from the get-go, when you first start dating me, this is what I demand. Not demand, but this is what I'm looking for that's attractive to me. I'm constantly telling people... Not telling people, but say I'm seeing someone, I, I'm, I'm going to tell them what I like. I love when a man does this. I love mm. when a man does this. I. It's important for me to, for a man to have ambition, drive, who is making money, who can provide for me, because I know I'm going to be able to do all of those things for them. So yeah. it's important that we meet in the middle there. I think if it's your first time having a conversation about it with them, like tread a little lightly and go, you know, I re- like start by complimenting them when they have been in their masculine to give mm. them a little bit of encouragement. Be like, you know, babes, <laughs> you love saying she's loving saying babes lately. Babes. I've started saying babe, yeah. which is so weird for me because I just think it's disgusting. <laughs> I don't like babe, and I don't even like babes. It's my it's my sarcastic. It's like, funny. I've I've been saying babe like properly. Oh no, I hate it. But it depends who it's with. It's baby or bub. Yeah, but I'm even calling girls babe these days. I know, it's weird. It's so funny. Anyways, lean in, lean in. Um, so basically, you're going to sit them down and go, Honey, babes. <laughs> <laughs> babes, I love when you're, like, working on this project or I love seeing you when you're working towards something or, you know, kind of engage the situation that way. It's called gentle manipulation. Yes, <laughs> or sandwiching. Sandwiching. I love the sandwiching method. Compliment them and tell them when you love when they're in their masculine and then kind of go, do you have any more plans to kind of chase that goal or, <laughs> you know, what? What's your, sit and talk about your goals, not in a way where you're attacking him, mm. but start the conversation where you're like, okay, let's sit down and talk about the next three years. Like where do you see your life mm. going in the next three years? What do you have planned? What are you working towards? Mm. And share yours as well so it feels like a very equal playing field. Like I also think saying I find it really attractive when XYZ or it really turns me on when XYZ. Yes. Like at the end of the day, you want to be attracted to each other Uh and habits. You want to keep the desire there. Yeah. So anyways, I think that's, I think we covered that. Yeah. Okay. This is a good one. Um, How do I move out without being rude to my strictly religious parents? Move out. Move out. Move out of home. I feel like a lot of- Is that a thing? Like they're strict about you moving out. Some, it depends on your age, but I think some parents can be quite like, you know, a bit controlling and forceful on keeping their kids at home. Yeah. These days they want to get them the frick out of home. I mean, it depends. I think I can't speak from any experience religiously, Mm -hmm. but I do know some friends of mine that like had just like strict parents in general. I feel like Mm. I'm really good with strict parents. Again, gentle manipulation is actually a really great form. To help both parties. I, I would say the best thing I, I, this is how I dealt with my mom. And this is how my, I don't know how my mom dealt with me, but this is how I dealt with my mom. Because I grew up really fast. I moved out when I was 17. Like the, the minute I graduated school, I was out of there. Mm. And I moved like not just out in Brisbane, I moved to a completely different state and like town um, that was, it was only two hours away drive, mm. but still as a 17 year old, that, that requires mm. a lot of trust yeah. from my mom. So I approached her and I said, look, I know this is going to be daunting for you and obviously it's really hard for parents. Like they've raised you. Like parting Mm. ways for them is hard. It's just because they love you and they're going to miss you and like Mm. their life revolves around you. Um, So the best thing to do is I approached my mom and I just said, hey, look, like I want to move out. It's a dream of mine. I want some freedom. I want to learn. I want to grow. 
And you have to acknowledge what they've done for you. Like, I'm so grateful that you've been in my life, helping me to this point. Mm-hmm. And I need you to trust me. Mm. I always go about it that way. Like, I need you to trust me. I want us to have a great relationship, even when I've moved out. And I, I want you to trust me. I want to learn and grow on my own now. And like, I will... You need to make sure you still stay in contact. Like, I'll call you. I'll send you photos. I'll make sure I tell you if something's wrong. Visit. I'll visit you. All of that. And the thing is, like, if if you can get them to just ex- let you go, you have to show up as well and not just dip out of their lives. I think if you want to maintain... Well, it's important, I think, to maintain a relationship with them unless you've got a really toxic one, obviously. Yeah. If you're there, a parent that, you know, they're religious, and they trust is important. So, like, make sure you still check in on them and you visit them and you send them photos. Like, involve them in the process. Hey, like, I found this apartment. Mm. What do you think of it? Or, like, um, if you need assistance from them, like, financially, like, going about it, you know, because if you're still young, like, I would love it if you could help me here, X, Y, Z. Like, involving them kindly in the process will help them feel safer letting you go. And remind them when they were young. Like, you know, I'm sure Mm -hmm. when you were my age, like you were just so excited to like become independent and like Mm -hmm. live your life. And like, you know, I just, I'm in that phase of life now. So I'd really love if you could support me in it and remember how you felt when you were my age. Yeah, and just acknowledge how hard it would be for them. Yeah. I know I'm going to miss you too, mum. I'm going to miss you too, dad. But like... You need to let me go. You need to let me go. If If you you love love me, me, you'll let let me me go. go. (laughs) And I think approaching and I I can imagine if the group say no 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 you have to just say to them this is what I said to anytime I've come up against adversity in terms of doing what I want to do I just say to my would say to my mum mum look this is my life mm. I would rather do this with you agreeing with me than doing this yeah with you not agreeing because I'm gonna fucking do it either way yeah I was just saying to my mum look I'm gonna do whatever I, was I just want getting your blessing but I was, I was still just, gonna do it yeah and I but I was pretty like <sighs> rebellious like that mm. my, and I think my mum knew I was going to do it either way and I think even if you're a parent listening to this hi mummies and daddies <sighs> you're like shut up shut up Kyrie Nashton but you need to let your kid do what they want to do it's their life they'll resent you otherwise they will they will rebel anyway if you don't let them live their life and I think what I used to say to mum was like I don't want to hate you for no. stopping me and limiting me but you put you brought me into this planet to let to let me live out my life. It's not your life. This is mine. And, mm. like, I will love you if you just let me go and we can still support each other from afar. And, like, mm. it's the best thing my mom ever let me do. She trusted me. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. And it brought us so close. And you need your fucking parents. I'm oh. sorry. You think you're a big dog at 17. I did. I was calling my mom every week needing to just uh, asking for advice. Like, I didn't know how to fucking cook. I was like, how do I do this? How do I do this? You know, like you, you need your parents. So just yeah. say to them, like, I'm always going to need you, but I just need this next chapter. Yeah. This is a good one. This is a really good one. Should you always see a future? Uh, should you always see a forever future with who you're dating? I'm 21 and I've always been super picky with guys. I've entered my first relationship with a guy and I struggle with it because I'm scared I'm going to get my heart broken eventually. Do people date for the sake of it or for marriage? Because I honestly think about forever. But do you guys? We're very different here. Oh, I, yeah. I, I've never thought, like, obviously when I've been with someone, I've thought, oh, yeah, I, I'm going to marry this person mm. in the moment. But I've never gone into anything being like, I'm only going to date them. They're going to be my husband because how are you? How do you even know if someone's going to be your husband that you're going to spend the rest of your life with if you don't even know them? And I get where people are coming from with that, but I think when you're in your twenties, especially, you're so damn young. Mm. You don't need to be thinking about the rest of your life. 
and be in that moment, be in that season. Like mm. you don't know in three years time if you're going to move to London and you're not even going to be with that person anymore. Like you need to, if that person is fulfilling your needs and making you happy in that moment of time when you're 20 years old, just be in that. Like mm. I, I truly, truly, truly believe that. That's my belief anyway. I'm different because ever since I was younger, like I've only ever had two boyfriends now. I'm 25. And my first boyfriend was only when I was 19 mm. because before then I saw no point in dating someone and wasting my time on someone unless I actually saw a future with them and there was a deep, deep connection. Mm. As I've gotten older, it's changed. Like my second boyfriend, I definitely didn't go into it thinking I'm going to marry this man. Mm. It was just for the fun of it and like then yeah. feelings formed as I went along. Um, I think when you're young though, you've got that like purity and you like want to keep it pure and it's so sweet and you want to keep it sacred because mm. it is, but then it's, it's sometimes just out of your control. You could be with someone thinking this is my person and you could be yeah. with them for five years and then it turned to shit. Yeah. I think that there's nothing wrong with having this mentality. I, I still wish I in ways had this mentality because if you are, like, you can date for fun, you can date for whatever, but I do think it can sometimes waste a little bit of time that you could just be spending on your own, figuring out who you are, learning about yourself. But, but in other ways, when you date... You're learning what you like and you don't like. And I'm not saying just get into anything for the sake of it. Like, obviously be with them if they're, like, ticking boxes, but you don't have to overwhelm yourself by going, oh, I don't know if this is someone I would marry. See, for me... I, I'll get stuck on it at the start a lot if I don't feel a deep connection. I think you're getting confused maybe with standards a little bit because I think having high standards is important. But think about statistically how many people marry their first boyfriend. It is very low. Mm, so it's it? like, yeah, it's a very low statistic of how yeah, many people yeah, marry their first boyfriend. Name Name one person you know that's married their first boyfriend. You can probably name one. That's it. If that. I guess so. I think because I'm so my my whole experience dating has been really different. Like I met my first boyfriend, like was like the deepest love mm. that I've you know. It was so. That was my my first boyfriend was my deepest love. What I thought at the time, though, mine actually. You like, might not have had your deepest love yet. True, but for me, it was such an intense experience, and I was so happy I waited. I was mm. so happy that I didn't settle for anything less. But that's what I'm talking about. I think it's coming down to standards. Mm. I don't think there's no. I do. I don't think there's a real point being in a relationship. Like you, the dating period, sure, but I don't. I wouldn't get into a relationship proper with someone like boyfriend girlfriend, unless I saw a future. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't you, be in a long term relationship. You will get into a relationship though, even if you're not fully sure yet. Well, I've been in relationships in the past. Mm. In the past, actually, I've only been in one, yeah. and I've got into that, and I was like. I don't really see a future with this person, but I'm just going to give it a go because I feel like good in the moment of it. But then it. where do you draw the line? When I when it wasn't serving me anymore, mm. the relationship. But you know what? I learned so much from it. Yeah. And good times. I guess there's, it's, everyone's so different. Mm. For me, I just, I, I feel like if you know, you know, though. If you know, you but know. I just, but I don't want just one boyfriend for the, like, I, I, my, that was my fear. I didn't want to just date one person. And then that was it for the rest of my life. That was not me because yeah. I know that at some point I was going to be wondering what else is out there. And mm. I didn't want to have that. I wanted, while I was young in my 20s, mm. I wanted to, to experience explore. different relationships so I could learn about myself and what I liked. I want to feel content in the last relationship I end up in knowing that like you've, you've I've experienced. experienced a lot and I'm certain in like, yep, no, this is what I'm looking for. See, I'm so different. I always say this to Ashton. I'm like, if I met someone 
and I just loved the fuck out of them tomorrow, I'd happily get married and have kids with them. I know, but like, I don't want to talk shit on your last relationship publicly, but I, you were wanting to marry your last relationship, and I'm going, <laughs> I'm there going, sweetie, sweetie. Like you do learn, I guess you do learn. But I, I, I'm happy with not having a heap of boyfriends. Like yeah. I think for me, like heartbreak is not something. Like you have all right to be scared of heartbreak, sweetie. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and I think I think date around, like go on dates to figure out what you like. But yeah, don't jump into don't jump a into full blown rello because it's intense. And I also like, I'm so scared of hurting people. Like, I, I've been so hurt before in in love, and I would never ever wish doing that upon someone. Mm. I think that's fucking horrible. And the pain, it's not physical, it's, it's mental too. So I am a little bit scared of heartbreak again. So I'm going to mm. be so wary at the next relationship I get into mm. and I want to make sure it's someone I could see a future with. But in saying that, that's just me and I do think, but I date a lot. Mm. I'm always, I'm seeing people mm. here and there. Not mm. saying that I'm like going around town, but I, I have you go it, on dates, you I explore. explore and I just, just because, you know, I just don't take it too far if yeah. I feel like it's not going to go anywhere because I'm not going to waste my time or their time. Yeah. So there's no right or wrong, but uh, I think it, it's really dependent person to person. I think the key thing to take away from this is intentionally date. Go on dates mm. t- with an intention to be like, okay, I do want to get into a relationship or maybe you're dating for just the intention of getting to know people and having fun. Mm-hmm. So like you have to know your intention and then you base it off that because I think if you know your intention then the right person's going to align with Mm. your intention and their intention and then you'll end up in the relationship with the right person for that season of your life but that doesn't mean that you're going to get married you just don't know I think the right the 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 main focus is know where to draw the line and have standards date around but know where to like okay this is not going anywhere we're just take it slow tangoing with each other And it's just being, it's not going anywhere. Take it slow till you know. Take it slow till you know. Good one. (laughs) Great one. Okay. My boyfriend, who is 19, doesn't want kids, but I, 21, think I will in the future. Will he change his mind? He's still a teenager. (laughs) He's still a kid himself, Dolly. I laughed at this. I'm sorry. I love you, Dolly. Sorry. Sorry. Your feelings are valid. When I was 19, I thought... I, I never wanted to be married. I never wanted to have kids. I was so cold-hearted and negative. I was literally like a child. And then I fell in love and I developed in, in years and years. I'm 25 now and I feel like I'm finally like a little bit more of an adult. Yeah. So don't, don't, don't please don't be stressing about that right now. I know you're like two years older than, 19, two, two years older than him. My ex also, sorry to bring him up again, but Perry, <laughs> when I first started dating him. Wait, I think Perry was from the last step. Oh, yes. We, nick- he was we nicknamed from- Ashton's ex-boyfriend Perry. Yes. I did that. So, I per- love the name. Perry. Perry. So Perry said to me, I don't know if I want kids. And I was like, what? Why? And he goes, well, I was a hell of a kid, a teenager. He goes, I put my parents through hell as a teenager. I don't want to deal with that with my own kid and it's going to be half of me. So it's half chance, like 50-50 chance that it could end up like me. Like a devil child. (laughs) Yes. So, you know, by the time we were a few years into the Rello, he had changed his mind and gone, actually, I've worked on myself and Mm. I'm confident that I could have a decent kid. But 
Yeah, they'll change their mind. 19 years old, yeah. they're a teenager, they're a child themselves. Let the let the frontal lobes of his brain develop. develop. That's going to be until about 26. I'm going to say 35. <laughs> I know. Men. I feel like the scientific number of that needs to change because I think 25, still definitely not developed. I think if, if you were like 30 or like 28 and you've been with your partner for a few years and he's saying, I don't, literally don't want kids, yeah. then stress because, yeah. you know... It's That's a bit more serious yeah. then. You're literally still so young. Just yeah. have fun. It's You've got so much time ahead of you, doll. I feel numb and just not myself lately. Any solutions to feeling better about myself? I think we lightly could... You could go back to our last episode we've just done and take a little bit of advice from that because I think that there's a lot of uh, mindfulness... Of <laughs> words of wisdom and mental health slash mindfulness practices that or tools that could help. But I think when you're not feeling yourself, it's a lot to do with environment. It's a lot to do with... Oh, there's so many factors, but environment's the main thing for me. I feel like, okay, who am I surrounding myself with? What am I spending my time doing? Mm. What information am I absorbing? And what energy am I around? And I think if you kind of break, like analyze those four factors, you might find that you might need to tweak some of them. Mm. Um, I think when I'm feeling not myself, I like to actually retract mm -hmm. and isolate myself a little bit and not in a way where it's unhealthy, but I will uh, decrease my socializing time. I will decrease my alcohol intake. I'll mm. try and decrease my caffeine. I won't be stopping much, but you know, I'll stop mm. Coke Zero, coffee, whatever. Mm. And I think just kind of like we've spoken about so many times, quietening that outside noise and listening to the silence and just doing the little things that make you happy. Like for me, I feel like a brand new person after I ran a bubble bath, played some Ed Sheeran. Oh my <laughs> no, God. It makes me so happy. Running a bath, playing Ed Sheeran, lighting candles, cooking myself some mm. yummy nutrition, nutritionist, nutritional food. Just honestly coming back to soulful, fulfilling things. Mm. Going to the park, journaling. I don't even yeah, not even journaling. If journaling's too overwhelming for you, that's fine. But even just sitting in the park and taking in your five senses. What can I see? What can I smell? What can I hear? What can I taste? Just tapping into to what's inside of you. I think what I like to do when I feel numb is doing a bit of, yeah, a big old zoom out and then doing everything that Ashton said. Something that helps me when I feel numb too is getting inspired again. So mm. I go back to like what are some things that used to make me like make my, the, the hairs on my arms stand up mm. that made me feel. What lights the fire in your belly. What lights the fire for me. That's often music. So I'll listen to like an album that used to make me feel like nostalgic. I'll watch mm. some of my old YouTube videos or I'll watch stuff that makes me feel nostalgic. Films. Um poetry really helps me feel because I think when you're feeling numb you need to just make watch something or do something that's going to make you feel and and feeling even if it's sad is a feeling so just moving into that like I'm I just get a bit dramatic with it like I'll blast my like really sad music or like band music mm. that I love or I'll watch something like a bit emo and like tap in and feel in mm. writing really helps me not feel so numb anymore and then also just doing something fun or like it can be anything, but I think just if you're feeling numb, don't don't sit in it too long because it can become a bit easy just to like let life pass by. Like just do the zoom out, assess also food. 
What are you consuming? Mm. Are you consuming things that are like energizing you and making you feel better or consuming low vibrational shit? Mm. Also, don't be afraid to reach out to people that you trust and that are safe people and ask them, what do you love about me? What are the qualities that you love about me? Like if you're feeling lost and you don't know who you are, like Mm -hmm. outsource Mm. that information and go, okay, I need to be reminded what my family thinks I'm good at or what what light I bring into their life. Yeah, that's a really good one. And also doing things for others actually brings a self of a sense of self-worth yeah. into your life again. Like deflect yourself for a minute and go, okay, how can I make someone else's life feel better? Like call mm. up a family member and check in and you'll notice that you feel so much better after doing that. And then you've got a little bit of motivation and you've got a little bit of self-confidence mm. and therefore you're then acting on those emotions. And I think that's all those little things help. Yeah, you'll get there, sweetie. Yeah. You'll get there. Thinking about getting back together with an ex, what are some things I should consider? Golly. The number one thing that helps me and you, I know as well, is reminding each other and reminding ourselves how what kind of person we were when we were with them. Mm. How did we feel? Like I have to remind Cardia all the time and you remind me as well. You say to me, you were a shell of a human. You were anxious. You were depressed. You mm. couldn't gain weight. All of these things. For you, I remind you, you were crying every day. Mm. You couldn't get any work done. You, you know, it was affecting your quality of life. It was affecting my quality of life. Mm. We became a totally different version of ourselves. Why would we want to be that person again. Like we've romanticized a whole version of the relationship and the person that we're clinging on to. That's not even real. Mm -hmm. Like you actually have to remember the bad. You have to remind yourself because for some reason, our bodies and brains when it comes to bloody love only remembers the good. I think now that, because I've only ever gone back to an ex once, Mm. will I ever do that again? Fuck no. I think it's things end for a reason. If you've been pushed... And look, I get it. Everyone's situations are different. When I broke up, when me and my ex broke up, I literally was Googling, like, is it okay to get back with an ex? (laughs) When should you know if you should get back with an ex? And everything I was reading was like, most of the time, no. If it ended for a reason, I I didn't want to hear it. Mm. I was so like, no, but but like, I love them. He loves me. Like, You felt like there was something worth fighting for. It's worth fighting for. And I was like, no, I'm fighting for love though. And it's like... For me, maybe I'm a bit jaded because I wish I never, ever gave it a second chance because it ended for a reason. And exactly Mm. right, what you said, like, how did I feel in that relationship? Mm. Fucking terrible. How did Mm. you feel in yours? Horrible. Mm. It's just like we love the feeling of love and sometimes we love the feeling of fighting for something, but does that mean that we're meant to be with this person if it got to a point where you ended it? Because if it if it wasn't bad, it wouldn't have ended. And I think as well with us, like both of our relationships were trauma bonding. Yeah. So I think we like there's something psychological that's going uh-huh. on there that's drawing us back. It's not so much the love, it's almost the trauma. Mm. I think, look, as I said, everyone's situations are different and I want to be like optimistic about it. If you do really love someone and you want to go back and they're like, we want to make this work, Mm. actions speak louder than words. Mm. Do not listen to someone's mumble jumble. I'm going to change. I'm going to be different. I'm going to this. I'm going to that. Watch what they do. Say, yeah, you give it another chance or you you go to give it another chance. Have a bit of a trial period. I think I was addicted to that feeling of like, I can't even describe it. It was that feeling of like, will it work this time? Mm. And then I got into that moment again of, not that I went back and forth with my ex a lot, but like it was more like when I gave him another chance in the relationship, it's like I was quickly reminded why it wasn't working. And all I have to say is I think there's there's nothing wrong with giving someone another chance. I'm so here for second chances. 
But like, don't fall like victim to the addictiveness mm. of like a second, a, th- mm. a third, a fourth, a fifth, because then you're you're entering a really toxic place and you're going to end up hurt. And I think asking why isn't it working, mm. and then becoming to terms with like, is that something I can live with? Mm. No. Okay. Well, then unfortunately, thank you. Next. If 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 the relationship is bringing you anxiety, upset, yeah. you're crying, you're like you don't feel seen. You, I had to keep thinking to myself. Personally, like, is this what I want for my future? Mm. How much longer could I go through this, mm. you know? And, and like, yeah, how... What Brandon said to me and then what I told you. This is the, my favourite thing that I've, like, literally ever heard. Go, take it away. He goes, you obviously don't care about your future self. You, you don't care about your future family, your future kids, just your future career. He's like, look at you now. That's not going to be different. Mm. This, is, this is the life you're choosing mm-hmm. now. I, I think that... If if you feel so unfulfilled within yourself that you can't give yourself the love that you're deeply seeking from this one person mm. that you feel like you would need to go back to a toxic situation or or you need their love so bad to make you feel whole again, which I know it feels like that when you're going through a breakup, mm. it just, how, how little care do you have for yourself? Mm. And, and I had to, f- f- both of us, we had to go through moments where we were like, whoa, we obviously don't give a fuck about yeah. ourselves if we're putting ourselves in such a horrible, toxic situation where this person's not loving us. Of course they're not loving us. We're not loving ourselves because mm. we're going back to someone horrible. And we're not trusting our intuition. Or the universe, yeah. Like, look at, like, if we looked in the mirror at ourselves in that relationship now, oh. you'd be like, you sh- poor, poor shell of a human. Yeah, idiot. And... Yeah, I think it's just really about maybe trusting the people around you that are saying like, look, you're not yourself. You're not happy. Mm. You're not. And even though you're tricking yourself by having moments of happiness, obviously there's good parts. Otherwise you wouldn't stick around completely. Yeah. But you have to look at like the overall day-to-day, like how do you feel? The only thing I would say to go back to an ex for would be the circumstance of the breakup. If everything was good, but say someone had to move overseas. Yeah. Everything was good. You love each other, but relocation or like some something like that changing it where you forcefully had to be a part mm. and that's what made the relationship and not emotional things not like I didn't feel seen I was no. upset we broke up because we were fighting all the time yeah I don't see why like that's gonna change or someone cheating and then realizing you're the one eh. it's a bit hard yeah there's always things and I know- there's always the exception not the rule like yeah. that's also like it look at David Beckham and Victoria Beckham well we don't know what really goes we on. we don't know what really happened but like he obviously cheated and you know they worked through it but that worked for them mm-hmm. but that's the exception that's not the rule it mm. doesn't generally work for most people to work through betrayal like that I think if it ever came around for me again and the opportunity to get back with an ex came up I would really 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 take my time and think through it and watch what they're doing not what they're saying yeah and also if it's someone that's like you dated in high school and you were teenagers and then now you're like it's 15 years later or 10 years later and you're completely different Mm -hmm. people Absolutely. Like, that's a you know, good one. How long has gone past? Yeah. Have they changed? Have they grown? That's, yeah. yeah, that's a good point to consider. Because you could be completely different people now and the things that were issues then might not be issues anymore. So it's, yes. it's all about person to person. Hey, angels, here's my dilemma for the potty. I've gone to uni with a boy for three and a half years and for three of those, he was in a relationship. But he would always message me and we even told each other we had feelings whilst he was with her. Since he broke up with his girlfriend, we have slept together twice, but he doesn't want a relationship. 
What should I do? He is always in the back of my mind when I'm getting to know other guys and a part of me wants to stay single and not get with anyone else to hope that he will want to date me one day. What's your advice? Love you both so much. I'm going to be the harsh one here. I'm just going to say move on. Mm. For the moment, you can't hold space for someone when they're honestly, literally coming out, being honest with you, communicating, so I don't want anything. Uh, yeah. Unless you're happy being the side chick, I think respect yourself enough to be like, and it's, I know it hurts because you like them, but... And it doesn't mean to say he didn't like you and he was lying when he said he had feelings for you, but I think you were the person that made him realise that he didn't want to be with his girlfriend anymore mm. and there might be a chance for you guys down the track, but, like, for right now, like, you're just going to actually hurt yourself. Like, yeah. you're asking... Not, you're not asking to get mm. hurt, but you're putting yourself in a position, high-risk position yeah, to, to get, get hurt. hurt. I think go be single, go live your life, go do what makes you happy. And the minute that – don't wait around for him, but, like, the minute that it aligns, like, you'll know when it's the right time. He'll tell you. And honestly, I'm, I'm sorry, but with human psychology, the minute they can't have what they want anymore, they often want it more. So, I mean, not that it's a game. And secondly, I don't know if it's good getting involved with someone who was being that sneaky behind his girlfriend's yep. back to then just end things and not even do it for the sake of loving someone else. Like, mm -hmm. fair enough if he ended it and wanted to be with you, but, like, he ended it to then be like, mm, but I want to be single. And I, I want to explore you, other people. But I want to be single. Yeah. yeah. I think... I think if it's meant to be, it, it will come around in time, but... I do not chase. I attract. I attract. And you don't want to be with someone that's fresh out of a relationship. Mm -mm. Everyone needs a bit of a cool-off period because, mm -mm. yeah. Otherwise, you're just the rebound. You don't want to be the rebound. The no. Anyways, that's all we have on today's segment Solutions. of Solutions. Hope you guys enjoyed. I, I was really fun. I feel advice. like I delved into everyone else's life for a minute. Mm -hmm. It's good. It's nice to take a break from our own problems. Yeah. <laughs> Because we're normally spiraling messes, aren't we? <gasps> well, um, well, sometimes, sometimes not. No, yeah, you know, sometimes we've got our marbles in a bag. <laughs> Most of the time, not. We're rolling around the pinball machine. Yeah. Anyways, love you guys lots. We hope you enjoy this episode and we'll see you next week. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.